0: climb aboard, if you dare, for our new road trip through Scotland. Scenic and beautiful, but of course, looks can be deceiving. Join your hosts as they take you through some of the most terrifying places Scotland has to offer. If you'd feel safer, you're welcome to wait in the camper until we return. Just know it's had a history full of attracting some heinous, curious creatures. Thus being its intended purpose, of course. Fleeing, however, would be ill-advised. Who knows what strange things you'll encounter out there. So far, far from home, where no one will hear you scream. Let us light a warm fire and begin our tale of horror.
1: Your victims, I mean your listeners, have been warned, Shay. I'm Shay, and I'm here on our cryptic camper with Tom, and we'd like to thank you for being brave enough to join us for our fourth season of Scare Your Pants Off, our Scotland road trip. For our hunt, we've set up camp in St. Andrew's Cathedral. How you doing, Tom? I am
2: really, really good. How are you?
1: I am really, really good really really good and i have so have you been watching anything have you been doing anything
2: uh just working a lot uh as far as doing stuff but uh watching yes i uh well like keeping up with monarch uh i did watch that i the movie we talked about a few episodes ago leave the world behind i enjoyed Mm -hmm. that um what else uh I, i i uh, I finished invasion I loved that and yeah. oh you know what i started uh the new ted series on peacock it's uh we're
1: gonna watch it i can't wait is is it good
2: uh the i i enjoyed the first episode and a half or so that i i watched I put it on know, you know it's a prequel um uh you know younger uh the main character marky Marks character there um
1: Uh,
2: I (laughs) i uh i i i'm enjoying it and uh i know there's others i'll think of it what about you watch anything good
1: so um blue got me a ps5 for christmas so no i'm not gonna lie i've been watching less tv than usual um i've also been like redoing my living room and stuff like that but um it's i mean i've been i've been playing video games a little more than usual um but right? Um, but I have, however, uh, watched... I am current on Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Are you, are you current by chance?
2: I didn't watch last night's finale, yeah. I'm, I am up to this week. I gotta watch the finale. Um, I can't wait because, oh my god, these last... I mean, the whole season's been great, but the last two episodes in particular, how they've ended. It's just, it's like, oh my God, I need more of this. I need more of this.
1: I was, and I'm not, I won't give details, but I was, I, I think I sat on the edge of my couch cushion the whole episode. I was, I was just at the edge of it. It was so good. Um, And. Wow. There was yeah, there was part that I I kind of started thinking, oh shit, this is gonna happen, and it and it did, and I was a little pumped, but it was but it was really good. It came out really really good. They did a great job with it, and it was fantastic. But I I won't go any further because, you know how I get when I talk about this, and eventually my face is gonna give something away, <laughs> nope, despite the fact that I don't want it to. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking about Monarch Legacy of Monsters because.
2: Do you think? They're gonna do a second season based off of the finale.
1: So I I do and I also know that it also seems how can I okay, so I can't I can't tell you too much, but they have Yes, I do think there's gonna be a season two. I, I'm not gonna go into further detail because I will I will ruin something or my face will ruin something. But yeah, I think there is going to be a season two. I'm almost positive of it. It, There seems to be a lot of wind for a season two, but nothing like official for a season two. But hopefully that changes soon with it where it just ended.
2: Okay, cool. Because I really hope there's a season two. I really, what a good show. And it's like, it was one of those, you had talked about it and I was like, Oh, get to it. I'm not like the biggest Godzilla yeah. fan. I mean, I like Godzilla, King Kong, all that, it, it, you know, it's yeah. fine. But it's not I'm not like a super fan or anything. And then it was like I had caught up on yeah. all my shows and I'm just kind of going through the apps. And I was like, let me give this question. Let me check it out. And first episode hooked, just hooked. And like, it like, oh, such a good, such a good shot. So
1: good. Yeah, they did, and they do great with it, and it's so, and I, like, there was, there was a brief period with Godzilla where, he's, <laughs> in his, in his uh, movie life, where he took form of, like, a T-Rex, and I fucking hated it, cause that's not Godzilla, that does not, it's not what Godzilla looks like. Yeah. Um, and I'm so, I'm so glad, <clears throat> I'm so glad he is alive now, and able to get the star treatment that he and he, and he looks so cool, he just looks, looks so great. <laughs>
2: I, I agree. Um, so I, I just remembered another one. I think you talked about it on one of our last episodes. I did watch it on Netflix, Fool Me Once. Were you the one that told yeah. me
1: about that? I was. That was
2: good. That was. It that was- and the twist, when as soon as it was happening, they're doing like that explanation of the, you know, the, the who, the killer. I was like, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? And a lot of times, those twists I don't like when it ends up being the the person that it was. But the way they explained it, I like. Yeah. So it was. Um, they they really. Did it justice for for that t- for that twist for when it becomes that person they did it the best I've ever seen it. It was they it, yeah. it, it didn't bother me at all after it was fully explained and um so yeah and so, I was I I binged it all in one night too
1: yeah it was really good but so so to talk cryptic, cryptically about it cryptically about it so we're not giving a lot away I I knew i had an inkling pretty early that it was who it was because that person was not acting appropriately for me like it didn't Mm -hmm. they were they were more hung up on one thing than the thing that i that i that i feel like they should have been hung up on maybe a little bit more so like i initially i immediately was like "Mm, that's not that yeah it wasn't, it didn't line up for me. It was like, there was just something about that way that person was acting that wasn't hitting, wasn't hitting me the way it should have, if it wasn't how it was, if that makes sense.
2: No, that makes a hundred percent sense. That makes a hundred percent. Speaking this is a little off topic, but I just, I happen to see this. I, it was on my like Google feed or something when I was like checking the news. Um, do you remember a cryptid? And I don't remember if we like fully covered it in an episode, but I know we've talked about it. Um, I feel like we did. I I might have actually even done it in one of the states. The Aswan cryptid? Yeah,
1: yeah it sounds familiar.
2: Well, you I know, mean, it's also I don't know why it was on my Google feed. Maybe because it's heard me and Roy talk about it. Because I don't watch wrestling. You know, I've told you the whole story about how I got kind of tricked into watching wrestling. I thought I was going to be part of a podcast, and I was so mad when it didn't go through. Cause I'm like, I just wait. I'm yes. Um but there is a new character and the guy is going by the Oswang and he has this badass mask and um yeah, a wrestler going I uh, going by the Oswang. Oh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> oh.
1: That is kinda cool actually. That's I like that. That's cool. I, I mean, I, I still don't want to watch wrestling.
2: No, I, uh, cool. I, I, no, he had really cool, like, mask on, like, this creepy Oswald style mask. I I still wouldn't watch wrestling, but I thought it was fun. It, pretty cool. <laughs> and, and again, I am not sure why it popped up in my Google feed of all <laughs> Google so, feed.
1: I remember um, I watched wrestling when I was younger, and my friend uh, Pat and I had um, those do you, I don't know if you remember, them, like from when you were younger, but they were, they were basically pillows, but they were cut out, yeah. shaped like certain wrestlers. Nope, I
2: remember. And I
1: feel like I remember, I remember he had, I think he had Hulk, and I think I had Jake the Sneak for some reason, and we used to like, like biff each other with them, and I just, I don't, I don't know why I remember that, but like I watched it very briefly because, like, like I said, I had, I have a younger brother that watched it, and yeah. my dad watched it with him, and then my friend Pat watched it, so. Um, it was a little bit like that, but I think I think that might have been the extent of my watching it after that. But
2: I loved it as a kid. Me and my brother loved it as a kid, but we were little boys, you know. And it's Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior and stuff like that. But then then grew up and just kind of got out of it, you know. Not not really my thing. But it, it's uh, I hear it's more popular than ever right now. It's people apparently. Are watching it yeah crazy crazy Um,
1: there have been so i actually checked out two trailers too so i yeah i like jumping in and like just doing like a deep like trailer search trying to find like what's coming out this year what's when is it coming out when do i get to watch it is it going to stream is it going to whatever and there are two movies coming out in 2024 and i think early-ish 2024 like by march kind of um that have to do with imaginary friends now one is called if and it has so if if and it's and it has ryan reynolds and it and judith from the walking dead is i, th- I think it's her dad that's how it seems and it looks hysterical i mean it's ryan reynolds obviously it's gonna be very funny um it's and it just looks it looks really adorable and a very I, I don't know i, I want to see it i know it's probably not geared towards adults but i definitely want to see it but the other one is called imaginary and it's done by blumhouse
2: Ooh, okay
1: <laughs> yeah so it is uh from the trailer and you should you should check out a trailer for him because i i think <laughs> i think you're gonna like it um it's basically this family moves into the mother's like childhood home and again, this is from a trailer. This is not like I'm not spoiling anything. I haven't seen it. It's not out yet. Um, but they move into the mother's childhood home and find the imaginary friend. A little one of the little girls finds the imaginary friend somehow that her mother left behind. So like when a kid grows up, they can't have imaginary friends anymore. You're not allowed to. It's it's part of growing up. You let them go. And um and it's uh it's yeah it looks I'm very excited. And I think that's coming out uh, from. Uh, I think it's March 8, 2024, for that one, and I can't friggin wait.
2: Ooh, I'm gonna definitely check those out later today. Speaking of trailer, I didn't see a trailer, but I saw a teaser on uh, Smile 2. They're they're in the works of making Smile 2.
1: Really, that's exciting. You're that right. was so good.
2: Yes, it was so creepy yeah. and good and just yeah
1: and i don't know why like i didn't go into that movie having i didn't have the highest of expectations i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't necessarily think it was gonna suck but i think i thought it was gonna be way campier than it was mm-hmm. and it was not it was oh. it was a good like scary movie
2: same. Almost everything that you said the same for me. It just I didn't I went in with not high expectations. I, I thought it would be fine. I thought it would just be like, eh, you know, that's another horror movie. But no, it was much, much better than I thought. Like it just it looked good, the effects were good, the scares were good. It was um yeah, I'm excited for a sequel. Um, and
1: then the only the other trailer I'm gonna talk about real quick is um is I saw a trailer. Kong X, I'm uh, sorry, Godzilla X Kong, the new empire. Whew. Oh my, it's, uh, I am seriously in my glory. I like, I am, I don't even understand. I, I love that this is as big as it is right now. and it, I can't wait to see it.
2: <laughs> nice, I'll definitely, I wrote it down. I'll definitely check that one out
1: too. <sighs> All right, well. Have you done anything else or watched anything else? I think that's it. I think. (laughs) Well, I believe you have our cryptid for the day.
0: Pay no attention to those distant screams of terror. I'm sure they're just our heinous creature or cryptid. You should be safe right here.
2: I do, I do, and this was this one is actually a challenging one. Um, so, my curious creature for the week is the Pictish beast, also known as the Pictish elephant, also known as the Pictish dragon. So, part of the reason I picked this, I'm very fascinated by the Picts as a group of people. It, they're it, we. We know that they were around for a while, for centuries, but we know very little about them because they didn't write much down. Um, it's believed that uh, you know they may have been some of the original druids or something like that. It's just a really interesting Pictish It uh, means painted people because they painted their face and bodies blue usually. And um, they're, they're very elusive, but I, I just find them fascinating. So that's why I picked this, and um, it was pretty du- uh, difficult. So I'll get into it here, and you'll see why. Not much is currently known about this elusive creature, but we do know that this beast held great importance to the picks. <clears throat> we know this by how often it appears on jewelry, Um, are and is carved into stones. It's estimated that about 40% of all the Pictish art and jewelry um, that depict animals, that animal is of the Pictish beast. So almost half of all their artwork is of this, 40%. It's described as looking similar to a seahorse. It has a long tail with what looks like another skinny tail
0: attached.
2: Some sort of front arms or legs are almost like, they're longer than flippers. It's very weird, and uh, a head and beak that resembles dolphins or porpoises, and possibly a horn on its head, and the horn has some sort of tail coming off of it. It almost looks like castle coming off the horn. It's very weird. And this description is me pulling it off a picture, guys. Google it. It's 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 very strange. Um, and <laughs> very different. So, uh, again, I'm doing my best to describe the pictures that I found and to me it looks like a seahorse with a dolphin head or beak and a narwhal horn if i was trying to compare it to another set of you know animals or mammals um speculation has led people to thinking it might be a dolphin a kelpie or even the Loch Ness monster, and I kind of discussed kelpies in an earlier episode. Um, recent thinking, though, is that it may be related to the dragon-esque brooches, which were S-shaped pieces of jewelry that were from, are from, and were popular in the first and second century CE. Uh, This jewelry often depicted odd double-headed animals with swirled snouts and distinctive ears. But anyways, there's not much more here, so I am briefly going to discuss a possible sighting that I'm pretty sure we covered during this season's second episode on Nessie. I'm pretty sure you covered this. That episode, but people believe that it may be a pict might have been a Pictish beast. And this is only a first-person account of the sighting um, uh, that I could find. And it may not be the Pictish beast, it might be Nessie, it might be something completely different, but some people have come to believe that it could possibly be the Pictish beast. The story goes that during a journey crossing the River Ness with the Picts, St. Columba witnessed the burial of a man killed by a water beast. Hoping to trap the beast and end its reign of terror, Columba ordered the young monk, uh, Luigi Mokumin, uh, to act as bait. So without hesitation, Min, uh took off all his clothes and dove into the water. The beast, sensing the water above, had been disturbed, suddenly swam to the surface, rushing open-mouthed with a great roar towards the swimming men. All the bystanders froze in terror, well, all except Columba, who raised his arms, made the sign of the cross with them, while also invoking the name of God, commanding the beast to go no further, do not touch the man go back at once. At the sound of the saint's voice, the beast fled in terror. So fast, one might thought it was pulled back by a rope. Uh, you, that was, you, this, you did cover that story, right? Okay. Yeah, so, I did. All right, so I'll get in. So again, I'm pretty sure we discussed this during the Nessie episode, but I'd be remiss not to mention that some have speculated that it actually could have been the Pictish Beast and um, not Nessie. And so, you know, who knows? Who knows? I, I Me personally, I, um, from that story and thinking back to your episode, I mean for more towards Nessie, but you never know. And that's what's fun about these cryptids is that you don't know. And we, we, we are not a hundred percent sure but uh, that's about it for this uh creature i i know it's not very long but uh, and not a of detail but i did find it pretty interesting so that's the pictish piece
1: that was really cool so when you're when you're initially describing it you you said it's the pictish elephant the pictish dragon the pictish this and whatnot and i am i am my my inner five year old is now picturing the Wuzzles. For, do you remember the Wuzzles by chance? Yep. <laughs> I'm immediately picturing this like ugly Wuzzle uh, dragon elephant. Uh, <laughs> Dragophant, maybe, is what its name <laughs> would be. I don't know that, but that's where I went with that initially. Um, it seems to be so many different things. Like it's, So it's, it's very evidently has to be shape shifting in some way, in, in some sort, to of look to go from looking like Nessie to looking like I, I don't like a dragon or an elephant or a seahorse or, or anything like that, I feel like it absolutely has to be altering, which I think is similar to, wasn't it the brownie that you talked about?
2: Yep, yep, we, the brownie was, yeah, the brownie could, right? Yeah, I'm, it was the brownie that equation.
1: I think so, and um, so, you know, I'm chuckling at the, the tail hanging off the horn, because I'm picturing the tassel, and it's just like flopping <laughs> around. Well, I don't know why that's hysterical to me, but that's cracking me up. Now the 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 pictish people is that? Am I saying that correct?
2: Or pics, P-I-C-S. Okay.
1: So the Picts, are they paint themselves blue,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they and they hang out. So are we possibly feeling any? possible mistaken identity for the blue men of the mensch.
2: Well, that does come up, actually, in the episode. If you, I, I did discuss that, that there are many, many men of the mensch could have been the uh, picks when they, because they would cross the water in kayaks and with the waves going and everything. And, you know, when you're kayaking, you're, you're, your upper body is visible, you know, straight up and everything like that. So with the waves, um they they it it kinda could look from a distance like they were swimming and you if you didn't see the kayak. So a lot of historians do believe that the blue men could have been the the pics.
1: Okay. Cool. I actually forgot about that. That is cool. But yeah the the tie in with uh Sorry, with Columba and, the, and and Nessie and stuff like that, it's it's I I'm almost more inclined to believe, you know, if, if that happened, I'm actually almost more inclined to believe that that specific sighting was probably the Pictish beast rather oh. than Nessie, just because it didn't it didn't a hundred percent fit Nessie for me.
2: That's fair. That's fair. You know, for me, it felt more Nessing, but then again, um. Like you said, if this is shape-shifting too, you know, then I guess it, it could be more the pick to speed. I Like I said, I can see the argument for both. and the, yeah. the, That's what's so fun about cryptids is that, you know, we can debate all day and neither one of us is probably right, so... No. It, it's so exactly. good. Exactly. It really like. is.
1: It's, that, was a, that was a good one. That was That's that's super... The <laughs> tail on the horn, I still can't get that out of my head because I'm just... I don't. I'm literally picturing it swimming, like fast, and catching like a good wind, and it's just like flapping around up there. I don't know. And I don't know why it's swimming with its horn out of the water, but it is in my head, and it's uh, I, yeah, I like the narwhal with a tar- with a tassel. I don't know. It's funny.
2: I know it is. It was. It was so weird. I almost. I almost didn't do it because I couldn't find anything, and it was just. And then, but I, I as I'm reading, and then I saw the picture, you know, the the of the Albert work, and I was like, I think I can get something out of this. This is this is t- too interesting to to pass up. So. Yep. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, have you got anything else on the Pictish beast?
2: Tough <laughs> oh to say. It's Pictish is <laughs> tough to say, especially have it's very I
1: can't, tough. <laughs> I can't I have I can't say pick, deck, deck. Do you have any <laughs>
2: No, I have I don't have anything else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nothing else on the pictish bead. Not the dick pic beat, the the <laughs> Forget it, I give up. Alright, so nothing else. <laughs> I have the hunt for today.
0: Ah, you're still here. Step on in for those terrifying haunted tales. I'm sure there's nothing to really be afraid of.
1: Um, I'm going to talk about St. Andrew's Cathedral. Have you... Have you heard of that? No, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. So, St. Andrew's Cathedral took almost 150 years to build. That's a lot. That's a long time. So, it, it did have some err some issues and it, they did have to stop uh for a big storm in the in the early 1200s. 100s. Oh, That's amazing to me. I I still can't right. wrap my head around that. <laughs> So the building began in 1158 and it was completed in 1318 and it was consecrated by Robert the Bruce. Now there's a central tower and six turrets. So not the whole, there's not a lot of it standing today, but what is standing is actually super impressive. So everybody give it a Google. I'm sure Eric will put pictures of it up on the, on the social medias when we, when we let this episode out. Um, But it is is still like, it's impressive to look at. Now, it's believed by some that Saint Rule was the guardian of sacred artifacts relating to Saint Andrew. And when the he was warned, supposedly warned by an angel about the danger from the Romans, so he took, stole really sounds more like the bones of saint andrews from greece and was dedicated himself to finding a safe place for them which he did now some say the rumors are that some say that those rumors have been disproved and that's not true but uh, others actually believe firmly that that is what happened and that where the bones were brought to a small thing with a uh, small uh structure was built for and then eventually the cathedral took its place now the, cathed- the cathedral suffered much damage over the years, much of which was from, actually from the Scottish themselves, uh, to prevent the English from obtaining it again and claiming it again and using it as a for- fortress against them. In 1393, Robert de Montrose was a prior and he was stabbed and then thrown from a tower by a man that he had possibly disciplined. I don't... I can't find anything absolutely 100% saying that that is what happened but that is one of the rumors leading to the hunt. Uh, he has been noticed ascending the stairs of the tower to take in the night sky as he had in life numerous times and again the last time he did that in life he was stabbed and popped over the side now another kind of cool claim is there was a visitor uh, and he was inside the rules power and he was offered a hand of a monk because he fell he tripped it was it was a little dark and he kind of tripped over something and when he was offered the hand of a monk to which he declined and felt no mass as a monk then brushed by him and continued on his way he felt nothing passed by him though he saw it crazy
2: right
1: now it's believed also that plague victims were seeking a miracle and they were turned away in fear of for the people inside the cathedral, which I mean the plague isn't something to fuck around with and it's scary and and as much as you wanna help people that I mean they didn't know how to wrangle that. That that was a very highly contagious, dangerous, deadly, awful thing. Mm-hmm. So they were left, basically, to die outside of the cathedral and in a nearby town. <clears throat> right. Now, another sighting, which is pretty cool, and there this sighting's a little bit longer, but I feel like it might not be one thing. Now, there's a woman seen all dressed in black. Now, this is the part that's always the same. She is always dressed in black, but sometimes she is carrying a black veil Sorry, sometimes she's wearing a black veil, but sometimes she's not. Sometimes, and I believe this is the veiled woman, is said to be so beautiful that in life she was so beautiful, but she was a jilted lover. Uh, Either she lost a husband or a boyfriend or he left her or whatnot. Uh, But she was gathering the attention of many men and and to stop that attention because she was so jilted. She cut off her own ears, her own eyelids, and the the tip of her nose. So I've also seen her whole nose, but I don't don't know how you... I have no idea. Um, Now, others feel that this woman in black may have been a nun. And the thing that they both have in common is she is very frequently seen with a lantern or a light like it, they describe it like a lantern i forget what they actually call it but they describe it like she was carrying a lantern and walking around now she's walking the area where a lot of the plague victims passed away basically or or were left to die and stuff like that and they actually call this area the nuns walk and it's actually just outside of the cathedral now for me it sounds well you know what we'll go back we'll go into that after um i'm gonna go on with some of the haunts. there's a lady in white who might be amongst my favorite and it's a short one but she likes to pop out out of nowhere and scare the crap out of fishermen <laughs> right it's it's a door it's short but it's adorable like she just there's nothing and then she just she just pops out and I, and i'm picturing it she's like wow, and they didn't say this but she's doing but i'm picturing like a, a good little poo or or something like that but <laughs> um and then there was a family called the Cl- uh clefane family i'm not sure if i'm saying that right c-l-e-p-h-a-n-e clefane maybe um they said to have used one of the towers as a mausoleum for members of their family killed by the plague. And it said that you can hear moaning and crying and and things that you would imagine were uh, associated with the plague. Now, also, another cool thing that they found in 1868 was a secret crypt that was actually found behind the walls of another tower and it had been actually actively sealed up. Like it was sealed up and then, as they were doing some repairs, they saw, they saw something that didn't make a lot of sense, and they went a little bit further, and they noticed that yeah, there is a there is an actual crypt behind there.
2: Oh, that's amazing!
1: Right, uh, that's... that is. It wasn't long, but that is St. Andrew's Cathedral. So, what do you think?
2: Awesome. I yeah, I took a lot of notes. I was um, so first of all, 150 years to build something is insane. <laughs> it's that's two people's lifetimes like you know it and even back then that's more like three people that you know back then because they didn't live as long so very cool that it was consecrated by Robert the Bruce uh, I thought that was just a just a cool little detail I wanted to write it down um, so uh, weird but cool story. You know, I stole the bones to find a final sort of peaceful resting place of Saint An- for Saint Andrew. Um, so I thought that was cool. Uh, I mean, friar stabbed and thrown from a to- tower. I mean, this is this is a cathedral. <laughs> like, like, and then, this is seen a lot of death. And a friar stabbed and thrown from a tower. Yeah. That was uh, pretty crazy. Uh, I liked the um, just the visual of the ghost ascending the stairs. Uh, offered the hand to the monk. I thought that was cool too. I, I like it anytime where somebody like gets to like touch uh, an apparition, something like that. When an apparition offers a hand or a hug or something, I just find that fascinating. Uh, mm-hmm. Always sad. The plague victims, like you said, that was such a tough time um, because there's no germ theory at the time. They don't really understand it. I mean, they. It's not even until really in the 1900s that we doctors start washing their hands for surgeries and stuff because it was just they didn't. Realize it was like that, that idea was so foreign to them that they could be actually killing people just by having dirty hands um, while they're doing these operations. Uh, I think, I believe, germ theory first kind of came around the end of the 1800s and but wasn't widely accepted until, like I said, mid 1900s. So yeah, that just plagues, so anytime you yeah, play. plague, it makes sense why it's, uh, the place is gonna be haunted, the plague just a brutal, brutal way to die. Um, so, crazy, I, the woman dressed in black, I always love a woman in black, a woman in white, a woman in red, I, I love, you know, they're just classics, but the woman in black, so beautiful that she cuts off her ears, eyelids, and nose, or tip of nose is insane. <laughs> That's insanity. But um, a really cool story, possibly a nun, Uh scene with the lantern. Um, the plague victim where they died outside the cathedral. So that, that whole lore behind the woman in black is just. Really cool, and not only has a woman in black, it has a lady in white, so it has, you know, both the best worlds, and like you said, it's funny that she just pops out and gives people jump scares, and um, that's funny, <laughs> just like, pulling pranks, <laughs> um, and then you talk about the cellophane, or cellophane family, or whatever it was, Uh it's just sad, and then, uh, the secret crypt. very cool, very cool. Anything secret in a place where you find it—it's i I'm in. I'm here for it. I love it. I, I love secret crypts and secret passageways. Have ever since I was a child. Um, yeah, great choice. Very, very cool. Very cool.
1: So, the 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 lady in black or the woman in black—I part of me feels like they might not be the same thing. But one other thing that keeps coming to mind, especially notes, if if we air more on the nun side, but taking the, the lantern into account and, and the hiding of the face, maybe not necessarily like veil, but like the hiding of the face. I mean, because again, you're seeing an apparition. You you're not always 100% clear as to what you're seeing. I'm getting very plague-nourished vibes. Okay, yeah.
2: I like that. I I like that. Um I hadn't thought of that, but that, that that makes a lot of sense. Holy shit.
1: Yeah.
2: Good call. I didn't I didn't even thought of that.
1: Well thank you very much. Um oh. have you have you done anything else on St Andrew's Cathedral?
2: Uh I think
1: I think that's it.
2: Yep, that's it.
1: Well, I believe you have our Encounter Beyond Strange.
0: Ah, you survived just long enough for our Encounter Beyond Strange.
1: I do,
2: and this one was... This one was a fun one, it's pretty short, but it's um, it was definitely a fun one. So the city, uh, my my encounter is uh, the Glasgow City Center encounter on uh, uh, 5-11-2019. So, fairly recent, you know, only, what is it? Well, five-ish years ago now. Um, the city of Glasgow seems to be another hotbed of UFO activity in Scotland. Dozens to hundreds of sightings and encounters have been witnessed over the last 100 years or so. The sighting that I am going to discuss occurred on 5-11-2019, a Friday night. And the encounter was actually caught on video or a phone camera. The video on Clyde Street in Glasgow was caught after a night of torrential downpour that battered the city. In the video, a street light blinks on and off on the left hand side of the road. While this is happening, a mystery object on the bottom right begins to zip around, up and down, left and right, as the cars on the salt market drive below um, are just cruising around. and This is happening above them. The passerby who captured the craft said, I was stunned to see what looked like a flying saucer in the middle of town. He would go on to uh, to say, the saucer shaped craft just scuds around in the sky as cars pass by underneath, seemingly oblivious. It looked pretty erratic, but it's Glasgow on a Friday night. So maybe the little green men like a drink too. So I feel a little, a little funny there. Um, There's not too much more here, but if you guys are into the UFO stuff, definitely google um, this story, google the video um, as well, you can kinda see this thing zipping around on the car, the cars seem to be oblivious below as it's just kinda zipping around not too high above Um, it really is something to see Um, the way this object looks and moves, it does not seem to be man-made, I could possibly see an argument for it being a drone by the way it moves, but it doesn't really look like a drone. So, but I could see people trying to, oh yeah, yeah, no, that was a drone. Um, and moreover, a little detail that not many people have discussed is the blinking street light and why it was blinking? It was it was it some sort of interference, or maybe it was just because of a torrential downpour, or maybe the light was going out. I mean, could be anything. But I mean, if this is happening and the lights blinking, it could could be some sort of interference from the craft. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that about two years later, not very far from here, from where this happened. Two young men saw or witnessed what ha- what appeared to be two portals open up in the sky above. Um, I won't go. In, I'm not going to go into super detail because that's not the um, encounter or strange thing this week. Um, but there is maybe we'll discuss it more at length in the future. But I felt very far from here that that happened and that is the glasgow city center encounter of 2019.
1: so i i want to recap i I feel like i heard something incorrect was there two things were there two crafts at once or was was it the blinking lights the blinking street lights and a craft
2: a blinking street light and one craft
1: okay i i think i heard it wrong initially now what's really cool though is it's I like that they're getting. I mean, I guess I don't. I don't like it, but I do like it. It's scary, but um, it's. I like that they're getting just so low. Like they're just mm-hmm. like basically next to us, and they're they're really seeming to be observing. And it's and it's and it's wildly interesting, and it's and it's unsettling to think that we can't do that to them, and it's, but they can do that to us. What feels like pretty effortlessly and frequently but it's it's unsettling but it's very cool
2: yeah um especially if you're a fan of the Shelly in invasion the these encounter a lot of these encounters can be very unsettling if you think about the aliens and in invasion <laughs> so yeah because uh, they they are up to no good in that show it's not they're, they're
1: up to a lot of no good yep <laughs> <laughs> No, that was a good one, and I, I like the possible link to another one in the future, so a very, very good job.
2: Yeah, I thought it was fun. Like I said, it was very short, but I thought it was fun. Like I said, that I could see people make an argument for a drone, but I don't think it, the drone, it would have been a big drone, and it would have been a, 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 a drone in a shape I've never seen a drone made. It doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, but... That's the, I could see people, I don't pretend I think it's a drone, but I could see people making that argument, so.
1: Yeah, I get that.
2: But, yeah, Yeah. no, that was a fun one. Definitely a fun one. Very
1: good. Alright, well, have you got got anything else on your strange encounter? I do not. Alright, well, everybody, thanks for joining us, and we're so glad you made it out alive. Be sure to come back next week, when our haunt brings us to to the witchery by the castle. Until then, happy camping.
2: Thanks, guys.
0: As always, thank you for joining us. Come back next week, if you're brave enough. For those looking to take it one step further, be sure to join us on Facebook and Instagram. And check out our terrifying new website, too. SYPOPodcast.com And spread the word. Tune in on all major platforms.